0: five things a business owner should do to move the needle today.
1: Get clarity, set goals, plan around those goals, create resources that can help you achieve those goals, and then the biggest one, take action.
2: Welcome to the Powerful Marketing Tips podcast, created for overwhelmed business owners who want to build, run, and organize their marketing for good. And here's a brief overview of our guest. Here's a question for you. How do you measure success? An even better question might be, how do you align your goals and achieve them? Well, Paul Kirsch has some answers for us. Paul hosts a top 10 business podcast show, Boss Academy Radio, which led to the founding of Boss Academy, an entrepreneurial accelerator success program designed to give small business leaders and entrepreneurs real business ownership success strategies, which is what Boss stands for. Through this amazing community, Paul delivers resources and opportunities to members which accelerate business and personal growth in an empowering environment. He's also a contributor to the business learning application called Oddvisor, which is a value added partner of Boss Academy. You're going to find this time well spent.
0: Hi friends, it's Marilis here, a small business owner especially with a new business, will have a ton of responsibilities. The truth is that you will naturally find yourself handling all kinds of different tasks, being pulled in multiple directions at the same time. And even if you prioritize tasks, you may still find yourself by the end of the day that you did all kinds of things but didn't really do the things that would help your business to grow. So today we will have a discussion about how to move the needle and work toward your goals effectively. Welcome, Paul, to our podcast.
1: Marlies, thank you. It's great to be here.
0: Thank you. So, Paul, could you briefly tell us something about yourself that was not in the introduction already? We would love to get our guests personally, too. So maybe you can share where, where you are, maybe something about your hobbies or what you ate for breakfast today?
1: Oh wow! Uh, I don't think my breakfast is that exciting. I'm just drinking a <laughs> latte right now. But uh, yeah, I live in Fort Worth, Texas, in the United States, and and uh, I have two children: the one of a 13 year old boy and 11 an year old daughter, and 11 year old going on 19. Uh, they test me every day, but uh, I'm a blessed divorced father of two, and I spend a lot of time with them. Uh, in terms of hobbies, I loved golf and play billiards. Actually, one thing that I don't talk about a lot, but in college, I played in the college national championships of pool billiards. And uh, I uh, ended up playing competitively for many years before I gave it up and really focused on business.
0: Wow, that's great. I didn't know that about you. Thanks for sharing. (laughs) So let's dive into today's topic. And I I was thinking where to start. I would I would start with uh, talking about being busy because we are always busy, right? And, uh, but the goal is not to be busy. The goal is to be productive. What are your thoughts here? Let's talk about being busy all the time.
1: <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting. I went through a period where I was probably uh, not as focused and committed to what I was doing Uh, after the divorce, I actually had a top 10 business podcast show that I hosted that I gave up during uh, the time when I got divorced because I just couldn't manage everything in my life. I became a single father I had a couple of businesses I was running. And so I should put the show on hold. And I really focused on giving myself downtime. And Mm -hmm. it was good at the time, but it uh, created kind of patterns that became problematic and then once I broke those patterns and I really started focusing on goal setting and focused on getting myself back on track I went to the opposite extreme where I was just you know burning the candle at both ends and burning myself out but I was loving what I did so it kept me going but I think you have to have you know balance is not something that's reality for most people I mean having balance it's it's a figment of most of our imaginations what is balance but finding a way of working hard <clears throat> but also making time for yourself making time for others i think it's so critical
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but why is it that we we talk about that a lot it is critical to take time you know for yourself and and just to take some time to think meditate you know just mm-hmm. to really structure the the thoughts that are there in our heads every day but still it's more it's much more comfortable to be busy you know with oh i will answer that email i will do this and that and then i will take this time (laughs) so how can we what are the very practical things you have seen works very Well. well in order to make that happen that we take that time
1: So one of the members of my community boss academy is a gentleman by the name of Joe Sosinski. And he's one of the top business coaches in the, in the United States, if if not even around the globe. Mm -hmm. And one of the philosophies he believes heavily in is that you have to plan, you have to goal set. And then he has a calendaring system that's phenomenal in terms of figuring out what percentage is dedicated to each task within your business. So is it finance, administration, sales, marketing? Figure out those percentages and then create blocks of time throughout your week and then live within those blocks. And if you have to move a block, you move the block. You don't just move uh, a moment. So in other words, if you've got a three-hour block that's dedicated to sales and you decide to work on another project, you don't just take 30 minutes out of that block, you move that block to somewhere else. <clears throat> that kind of discipline is hard for a lot of people to master but mm-hmm. if you actually start to implement the strategies like that it's transformative because now all of a sudden your busyness is dedicated to a purpose it's dedicated to an actual task and it's dedicated to something that's bigger than just filling time hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and the, and it's this is so important topic so What I see helps people is that we do sometimes those challenges, you know, around, um, uh, inside our community. And uh, I see that it really helps if there are other people helping you to stay accountable. And um, the first step that I have seen is is very good, is to start building this habit, you know, setting aside this time for yourself, we call it MIP time, which is not the VIP, but the MIP stands for most important person, which is yourself, right? So you just need to take this time and you don't see or feel the effect before you haven't done that, right? So you need to take like 21 days and you just, uh, you just take this one hour every day and try to you know, understand your thoughts, your plans, your ideas. And, um, and if you are doing that, you know, in, in a group or even with a friend, it already helps you just, you know, to stay accountable and uh, share your ideas with a friend that, Oh my God, I really took that time. And it's amazing. I have, I have amazing thoughts. I didn't even know because I was always so busy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. and, And it's really interesting. You mentioned the 21 days, you know, there's a lot of science around creating a habit, uh, mm-hmm. I think 21 to 23 days, whatever it ends up mm-hmm. being. But I was just talking to somebody who had kind of tested that theory and he started working on creating not just a habit, but be creating something that became automatic in his life. And so he, for 21 days was doing this task every single day. And mm-hmm. at the 21 day mark, it it really started becoming more habitual. But Mm -hmm. he kept going and he kept tracking. And at 83 days is when he noticed that it became automatic. He never had to think about it anymore. It became part of his routine. So often we target that, you know, that three-week period thinking we're going to create a habit that's lasting a lifetime. But Mm -hmm. those habits can be easily broken. But if we want to keep going, it takes more time to build it into something that becomes just automatic in our life.
0: Of course. Yeah, I love that. So what is the next thing we should we should uh, think of when it comes to really working toward our goals so let's let's agree that the first thing is to take time right not to be mm-hmm. busy so imagine we will take this an hour every day to really plan so because i love the saying by the way if you if you fail to plan you plan to fail yeah so this is also something that really, you know, resonates uh, with me here. But what is the next step? You know, how can we measure or, you know, how, how should we really work towards our goal? Not, It's well, not th- about just thinking, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we have to be fair to ourselves and we have to be honest with what we're doing. You mentioned taking an hour for planning a day, which is on the surface sounds like, yeah, hey, I'll set an hour a day. But an hour is a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't spend an hour a day planning uh, because once you set your plan for the week, I review it in the morning and then Mm -hmm. I'll, at the end of the day, look back at what I got done and look what I have to do tomorrow. And I'll spend maybe 30 minutes total because you get to Mm -hmm. the point where you can kind of streamline a lot of things. Now, if it's something major, you're launching, you're building out something new, you might have to spend more time on that. But I think it's, I I have to set goals that are attainable for me because if I don't, they're not going to happen. If I make them mm-hmm. too big, too monumental. It's like, yeah, an hour a day sounds great until you actually get into a day where you're spending 7 days on 7 hours that day on calls and you're doing all this administrative stuff and you got to now I got to plan for an hour. It's too mm-hmm. big a task, right? You know, you need to make it more bite-sized. So that's what I that's where I focus is knowing me, knowing what I'm capable of knowing what works for me, and then working within that. That's a, that's a really great starting point for mm-hmm. that next step of it.
0: Yeah, it is. Well, this, this one hour may work uh, while you are building this habit, right, during the 21 mm-hmm. days. But, you know, I just recently talked to somebody who had a goal to write a book um, during one month, you know, and uh, he took one hour every day, and uh, he managed to do that, actually. So... That's a great example.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I think, like I said, it it comes down to the individual and I think you have to be honest with yourself. I Mm -hmm. I think we're capable of lying to ourselves about anything and everything, convincing ourselves, things are possible, (laughs) convincing ourselves that, well, I haven't been able to do that up to this point, but tomorrow I'm going to change. I'm going to do it differently. And then this is why I'm not a big fan of to-do lists. To-do lists are important. I get it. Mm-hmm. You have tasks you need to get done. You need to track them somehow. But if we live by to-do lists, what often happens is we get to the end of the day and we have all these tasks that didn't get done. We say, well, we'll move them till tomorrow. The mm-hmm. tomorrow comes and we're moving them again. And then eventually get to the point where those things that seem so important when you put them on that to-do list keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And now they're diminished in terms of their quality their importance. Um, to-do lists are a very dangerous thing if we live by it. I think to-do lists still matter, but that's why it's really important to set real clear schedules for things, blocks of time where you focus on it. And, and then if you're not getting it done, then it's on you, and that's that's your your challenge. But to-do lists themselves are really kind of problematic mm-hmm. for a lot of people.
0: But both both ways... I really need to have this great discipline in order mm-hmm. to follow my you know my my own goals because as you mentioned we are lying to ourselves and we and we are you know finding those ex- excuses every day every day <laughs> why is it good to proc- procrastinate today or why is it why it's not a good day to do this or that what we have planned so do you see that having a mentor coach friend whoever is crucial here?
1: Well, I I think that throughout any part of your business, you need to be surrounded by people that lift you up. Mm -hmm. I have had coaches. I've been a part of mastermind groups. I run a mastermind group, a community that Mm -hmm. uh, we help lift each other up. I think it's important that you build a network or a system of support. Mm -hmm. And does that mean you have to have a coach? Maybe not a coach, but you need somebody that you can go pick up the phone and call. I've got people Mm -hmm. that uh, we help each other, support each other every day. Like if I have an issue, I'll pick up the phone and call one of my colleagues and I'll say, hey, here's what I'm working on or here's, man, I'm really just got off this call and it was a bad experience. What do you think? And then they'll give me a perspective that helps get me back in that right frame of mind. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I do think coaching is important and I think mentorship Mm -hmm. is important. Mm -hmm. But through different periods of your life, you're probably going to have different needs. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I've had times where I've had a business coach that was amazing. And then all of a sudden that person uh, got pulled in other directions. And you kind of feel like the rug's pulled out from underneath you a little bit when you lose that Mm -hmm. that support person. So that's why you always need to be building a network of support around you. And that's why I built Boss Academy because if somebody is – doing great and things are going good for them, they don't feel like they need support. But when mm-hmm. that tide changes or they face struggles, they feel like they need support around them. It's hard to just jump in and build that. So build that network around you that's there all the time. So when mm-hmm. that tide does change and you're, you're facing challenges, you've got people you can pick up the phone and call. You've got people you can turn to. And I think it's important.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. So can you share? <laughs> How you, you know, lift uh, each other up, or uh, you know, in in Boss Academy, how do you how do you do that on a daily basis? A few, a few different
1: ways. So we have a weekly call that we call our think tank call. It's it's essentially mm-hmm. like a large mastermind group,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we have a lot of people that show up every week, and so they're there, learning from each other. They build relationships. Um, there's collaboration that's happening. And then you start to build those friendships and relationships with these people that are on a similar path, right? So mm-hmm. if Marlise, I mean, every time you and I talk, I feel like you and I solve all the world's problems, right? Because we're <laughs> similar know. mindset. We do things differently, but we, we get each other. And it's so empowering. And I know empowering has become a a word that is very feminine in nature, but I think empowerment is so important. So I think that the people in the community... You know, you, let's say you're, you're wanting, you're really struggling with the sales side of your business. Well, now you, you know people that are sales experts that you can call and you, and, you, and you know them well. So you can call them and you can have that kind of co- correspondence or somebody that is a branding expert. Well, we have those people in our community. So the fact that the community has been built around different people of different backgrounds, there's, there, there's people there to support from different areas. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know this was really happening through the membership until one day I started listening to the conversations and, Oh, I just spoke with Deb. I just spoke with Yvonne. I just spoke with Brian. And these conversations were happening because they needed support in different areas. And then the more that they did that, the more they got to know each other, the more they liked each other. And the more that it just became a natural place of supporting and lifting each other up. Cause I mm-hmm. think we're all on a shared mission, right? We, we, if you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, in some way, depending on your nature, you're trying to serve in some capacity. It's not all about just earning a few dollars. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, there's some people out there, that's the way they operate. But those people don't tend to do well in a community. So if you're mm-hmm. in a place where you're trying to serve, you're trying to make a difference, you want to help your clients and, and leave a mark on the world, um, you're like-minded with those people around you. And so it's it just becomes very natural to lift each other up.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. And inside those groups, there there is a certain level of trust, you know, what really um, yeah. is needed. But of course, you know, when people meet every week or even monthly, you know, that's the only way how you can really build that trust, right? But... Do you work also with a certain goals? I mean, do you have like KPIs you follow or something like that?
1: We don't really create, within Boss Academy, we're not really driving KPIs. But one of the things that I do do is I create content or opportunities. And I don't always provide the content myself. I'll bring in speakers. Like I might bring you in to Mm -hmm. talk about a topic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So every every month we're having at least a couple of workshops that are built around ideas that are areas that people need support. They need to move the needle in their business. And so mm-hmm. like tomorrow or excuse me today, we're having a workshop around uh, video strategy, building a video strategy into your business. We've got a gentleman by the name of Dan Bennett coming in. He's mm-hmm. an amazing video expert and he works with entrepreneurs. And so many people don't show up well on video, not because they don't look good, but because they use virtual backdrops that are fading, their faces disappearing, they're lifting up their drink and the drink disappears in their hands. They've got a pet running in front of their face. So those are things that are easily addressed. Mm -hmm. But then the deeper side of it is, what's the strategy you need to be successful with video today? Mm Because it's ever-changing. You know, the idea that you just... Put up a video, stick it on YouTube, and you're set. Uh, That's not necessarily the case. So how are you using it? So every month we're focused on content that is designed around helping move the needle in areas of your business.
0: And the content comes from the people who are there, so they can actually, um, you know, give you some ideas. That Paul, next time we should talk about videos or SEO or you know sales or
1: yeah. Well, that and and conversations I have with people because I do a lot of networking and when I'm talking to people and they're going, oh, wow, that, what you're doing is amazing. We need to have you in as a speaker. We just had somebody in that uh, she's a fractional uh, COO, chief operations officer, and she helps build strategies and systems within businesses. And that's an area where so many people fall short. And so she came in and mm-hmm. spoke about that process. So it's a really a, around either express needs from the community or things that I come across that I say, yeah, we've got to have this person in to speak.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is important to to really understand, you know, different aspects in your business. And of course, we need to learn and we need to understand, you know, what is happening around us. But let's be honest, every everything... Um, uh, it is hard to do everything at once and of course it's not a good idea, but even yeah. if you need to <coughs> even if you need to do something, it, it requires a certain level of change and change is always hard, right? So how do you help people to make this change happen? Because yeah. I know you talk about you know how to measure change <laughs> even. So how do you do that? Please
1: share. So, Boss Academy, the community today, started as a radio show back in 2014 that I hosted that became a top 10 business podcast show. And this show was always Mm -hmm. designed, Boss stood for business ownership success strategies, and the goal was to give tips, tools, insights, and strategies to take your business to the next level. Uh, Do you read books? Are you a reader?
0: Of course.
1: Okay. Every day. Right. So, we all read books. How many ideas can you implement from a book reasonably? I mean, I'm going to probably answer that for you because I'd say most of the time, if you're lucky to come up with one idea that you can implement that moves the needle, that makes a difference, that changes habits, that's massive, right? And so Mm -hmm. one of the challenges with Mm -hmm. Boss Academy Radio is we were throwing too much at people. Uh, Every episode was just jam-packed full of all these ideas, and I've got people that used to follow my show would talk about taking... Pages of notes. And I started to realize it's mm-hmm. like, well, there's got to be a way for us to make sure that there is a, a point that comes out of every episode that they can implement. So we started focusing on making sure that at the end of every episode, we had those key areas of opportunity so that they could take away one or two ideas and implement and go with it. Because if you give mm-hmm. ch- change is hard, but you can mm-hmm. implement something you can test something new you can't test 20 things new right so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reading a book gives us ideas and sometimes we go aha yeah this is great we need to implement this but it's normally mm-hmm. centers around one or two items and i think that's the key is give yourself bite-sized bits of change and don't try and do it all at once
0: Hmm. i love that that's so important because too often there are like you know tons of things we want to do and yeah. uh, we start doing them all, <laughs> and then yeah. we are overwhelmed, and you know it's frustrating because it takes so much resources at once. So and it's it normally doesn't like, work,
1: right? Because it's creating yeah, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's creating more stress and anxiety. the The key is mm-hmm. to do it in a way that that makes you feel like you're on a better path and not on a worse path and stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. never makes you feel like you're on a good path. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So tell us also about the assessment tool you are about to launch to your, to your clients and to your community.
1: Well, it's already launched. It's uh, called the Boss Academy meta analysis tool. We call it the BAM report. Okay. And it is a, uh, it's a great product that's so I used to work for the Gallup organization. And if you're familiar with Strength mm-hmm. Finders, uh, you know, Strength Finders is a behavior and personality assessment, uh, DISC, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Myers-Briggs. Well, the BAM assessment is different because it's built across seven different areas of business that really looks at a person's professional DNA. And so, for example, one area is your values. Are your values uh, that are driving you Um, in alignment. So you could have, so for example, we've got a gentleman in our community who's one of the most creative individuals I know. He has built this amazing brand assessment tool. He's a phenomenal, like world-class copywriter and he's super creative. So his number one value out of these seven values that he's identified is creativity. But ironically enough, one of the values that's in conflict for him is creativity as well. And so oh. when you see that, you're going, okay, what's happening here? And we started diving in and asking him. And what it turns out that he's creative every day, but the creativity mm-hmm. that he thrives to do, that he ins- is inspired by, he's not able to do because he's busy running the company, he's a CEO, mm-hmm. he's busy on all these sales calls. So he's restricted in some ways. So, yeah, the tool's phenomenal in terms of measuring different areas of your professional DNA and it's not just based off of behavior. It's not based off of personality, even though those are elements within mm-hmm. there. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a very exciting product. And uh, it's, it's something that we've recently launched. We're doing our certification training right now. And, and uh, I'm excited to see where we go with this.
0: Yeah, it, it sounds very, it, a great tool even. So for me, what you just shared, it circles back to being busy again, right? Mm-hmm. Because the gentleman you, uh, you just shared about, he's, he's also being you know, too busy <laughs> with things, and uh, so he didn't have enough time to, to really, you know, uh, I don't know, go out there and find some inspiration or um, just to structure ideas yeah. and so on. So again, we are talking about being busy, and that's not okay. We need to be productive and effective.
1: <laughs> yeah, because by all nature, uh, what he's doing, they're successful with it. It's growing. But he's at mm-hmm. that stage where mm-hmm. they, he's got a team around him. He's got business partners. They are all very busy, very focused. But they're not large enough that they can have the resources to offload the daily mm-hmm. tasks. So he's handling all the sales. He's still the CEO. And he's doing a lot of the creativity it's a lot to manage and that's mm-hmm. where burnout happens. That's where stress happens. That's where uh, we feel like, gosh, is it worth it? And that's that's the thing we need to avoid as entrepreneurs is getting to that point. And there are resources, mm-hmm. like you, you're an amazing coach Marlise and, and the people that work with you, that's one of the things you do is you help eliminate a lot of those barriers for them and barriers are not always physical, sometimes they're mental, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Gosh, I just can't do it again. I can't get on another Zoom call. I just had this call with somebody this morning. She contacted Mm -hmm. me and she says, I feel like I'm beating my head against the wall. It's Q4. Everyone's getting ready for the holidays. Mm -hmm. And she goes, I just feel like I'm putting all this energy into it and nothing's happening. And she says, I feel like if I have to get on another Zoom call, I just want to jump off a roof and it's like, Oh, I I hate hearing her say that, but I understand where she's coming from, but this is where she needs Mm -hmm. to step back, block out time for her to focus on areas Mm -hmm. that are more productive. Cause when you're feeling unproductive in sales and you just keep going harder and harder and harder and it's more unproductive, Mm -hmm. it's demoralizing. It beats you down. So sometimes you need to step away from those things that are at anchor.
0: Yeah, that is so true. And no one wins alone. We need people around us to support us. Or, or, yeah. Oh, my God. Just love it. So please, Paul, tell us, where can people find, you know, more information about what you do and uh, where can they connect with you?
1: Well, I'm out on LinkedIn. If you go out to LinkedIn, I'll share my link with you, Marla. You can put it in the show notes. Uh, Paul Kirch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the best way is probably go to bossacademy.com and try and connect with me there uh or you can come out to paulkirch.com and that's p a u l k i r c h.com mm-hmm. and if you opt in there you'll get uh, direct contact with me and we'll schedule time and love mm-hmm. to help you on your journey
0: yeah thank you so paul before we go to the last part of the one minute podcast Please share what's next for you. What upcoming project are you excited about for 2023? Maybe.
1: <laughs> well, we're we're like I said, this certification program with the uh, Boss mm-hmm. Academy Meta is is something that we're focusing on right now, and mm-hmm. I see a lot of collaboration opportunities happening in 2023. So, I plan to expand my coaching business and hopefully grow Boss Academy. And within there, uh, there's a lot of opportunities just, just because of the connections within the, the community. So mm-hmm. I see a lot of that growing.
0: Wow, that's great. Thanks. You're welcome. But um, let, are you ready for a one-minute podcast part now?
1: All right, let's do it.
0: So I will ask three questions, and you have only a minute to answer each of them, not altogether. <laughs> okay, let's do it. So please share a song that inspires you, and why?
1: Uh, Comfortably Known by Pink Floyd. And why? Because the guitar riff in that, the solo by David Gilmour, has always just been this, uh, like you you talked about meditation earlier. It's like when that that part's going off, I just get deep in thought, and it's a a song that's always inspired me.
0: Perfect. Thank you. It will go to our Spotify list for sure. (laughs) So next question, a quote you think our listeners should know and why?
1: Well, I don't know if this is a movie that uh, translates internationally, but uh, the movie Jerry Maguire from many years ago, there's a line in there. A friend of mine actually is the one who pointed out the line, but now I can't not use it. And uh, it's, it's not show friends, it's show business. And I think it's important we need to remember that as we're building relationships, building friendships. Sometimes we let that get in the way of business decisions. And so, you know, we have to make sometimes hard decisions. It's not show friends, it's show business.
0: Love it. I've never heard that. Thanks. <laughs> so, and the last question. So, five things a business owner should do to move the needle today.
1: Get clarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, set goals. Mm-hmm. Plan around those goals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, create resources that can help you achieve those goals, and then the biggest one, take action. Love it. <laughs> I, I do have a, and, and if anybody reaches out to me and and reminds me in the, in the message, I have a webinar I created called Action Over Analysis, and everything in there is built around the idea that you cannot think your way to success. As much as we like to think, we can think our way to success. It's about action. You could be up against a competitor who is far less superior far less knowledgeable but if they're an action taker and you're not they're gonna win every time and I see it Mm -hmm. all the time
0: yeah that is so true so thank you Paul for for a great reminder you know that we should always take action (laughs) to move the needle and uh, I'm sure people will you know want to check out what you're doing because I think you're doing a great thing. And um, I hope you stay around Powerful Marketers community as well.
1: (laughs) Well, how could I not? It's Marlise. I mean, I love love (laughs) connecting with you. It's been a blessing getting to know you. So I'm grateful to be a part of your community as well.
0: Likewise. Thank you so much, Paul.
1: Thank you.
2: Well, that's all we've got for this episode of the Powerful Marketing Tips podcast. But make sure to link up with us at our free monthly international mastermind event. Just go to powerful-marketers.com forward slash mastermind. We would really appreciate it if you would rate this podcast and leave a comment wherever you tune in to listen. That will help us and other potential uh, new listeners. Until next time.